switched up. Fan was looking down on me. Now I'm up. Wish you would've stuck with me. Now you stuck with somebody else hating every time I look up. Can't keep me down. Can't keep me down. What up, though? It's your man, Tarek Ahab, back for another episode of Why Lie with Tarek, the most unapologetic podcast in the game. Yes, I am super excited about this episode. We have another sponsor segment for y'all. So this whole entire episode is sponsored by Champagne Brown, a registered nurse. Champagne Brown is the owner and operator of All Pros Mobile Lab. Let me tell y'all about this. All Pros Mobile Lab is a mobile laboratory that specializes in CPR certification, first aid training, lab draw services, BLS certification, and COVID testing, instant and the other one. I forget what the other one is called. But, yeah, so uh, she got it all. So any nursing needs that you might have, she can fulfill them, and she'll pull right up on you in All Pros Mobile Lab. You can contact Champagne at 313-346-7646 or... Hit her up at allprosmobilelab.com uh, or allprosmobilelab at gmail.com. Any of those three ways. And, uh, you know, my homegirl, Champagne Brown, uh, on her Facebook and All Pros Mobile Lab on Instagram. So hit her up. She is the gracious benefactor of this episode that y'all about to hear. Shout out to her. I got my man in the building. I'm going uh, to go ahead and let you introduce yourself. How y'all doing? Name is Kev. Nice to meet everybody. God bless y'all. All right, for sure, for sure. So uh, the reason we're doing this episode is because I asked a question. I asked a couple of questions on my Instagram story, right? So I asked some questions about uh, did you grow up as the inside child and or and had siblings outside of the home or vice versa, or do you currently have children that stay with you and have children outside of the home? And my man responded and he let me know that he has a son that lives with him currently and he has a daughter outside of the home and he said that he notices the difference in the way that he parents those two children so please uh just expound on that and let us know how that relationship happened and how that how this became to be the situation i met i met my she's a girl i have a daughter she's 11 i met her mom roughly 2021 messed around we had a kid uh, what? As a, I haven't. We broke up what nine years ago, nine ten years ago, somewhere around there. But we got a beautiful co-parenting relationship. My daughter not in the house. My son in the house. So yeah, I overcompensate. Okay, okay. So that relationship happened. Uh, and how long has it been since since uh y- y'all split? At least nine years. Okay, so nine years that y'all been co-parenting together, and you said you notice a difference in the way you treat your daughter versus the way you treat your son. So expound on some of those differences that you noticed. I probably uh, buy more for my daughter than I will for my son because he in the house and he always gets stuff. So when I see my daughter, it's just go crazy. Right. Get her whatever. Okay. She don't do no wrong. She can say something slick, and I just act like I don't hear it. Cause <laughs> I don't see her. You know what I'm saying? Then she's my baby girl, so. It's a little different. She just, she's not there every day. So it's conviction. I feel like it's conviction because I feel like I could do more, but I work so much as an entrepreneur. Uh-huh. So the time, 
It's not. I don't invest much time. That's just being honest. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, why lie? This 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 is what we're here about. You know what I mean? And you know, these are some of the nuances that we deal with in dealing. You know what I'm saying? And and trying to be an active father, right? Yeah. There's only 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have to make a living. I can't just be here looking. You know, looking at y'all, I have to be able to provide. That's what that's one of my duties as a man and as an active black father. So I do have to provide for y'all. I look at it like if I don't go to work, I don't make no money. If I spend all the time with you, you ain't gonna have no money. I can't take care of you. Exactly. So I just gotta You can't eat time. You can't uh, you, you can't wear time to school, you know. But just my own understanding, that's how kids define love. It's time. Mm. Interesting. That's how they spell. That's how they spell love. T I M E. Interesting. That's interesting, right? So, I have a. uh, So, I've always known deep down, uh, what pertaining to my youngest daughter, that you know uh, there were some differences, right? So between her and uh, my other two young children, right? So. I, but so I'm like, I don't want her growing up feeling like she's not just like them. Right. So just because you don't live with me the majority of the time, to me, you're no different than these other motherfucking kids. You know, all all y'all, my niggas. Yeah. It ain't no, I ain't got no favorites. I'm not picking and choosing. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Yeah. To me, all y'all equal. All y'all got my last name. All y'all look like me, and I see y'all, my personality in each and every one of y'all. So I just don't want her to grow up feeling it, feeling like, oh, he fuck with my my other brother and sister more than he fuck with me. So I know for a fact since day one that I've tried to overcompensate, to, you know, in the way that I treat her, right? But it really hit me uh, about two weeks ago, right? So her birthday uh, just passed. Her birthday is... December 6th. So uh, before her birthday, the Friday before her birthday, I go to the mall, right? And I'm standing in Foot Locker, and I'm, you know, I'm texting her mom. I'm like, you know, do you, uh, I know what I'm going to get her, but like, is this some shit you want me to get? Some other shit you want me to get? She was like, uh, yeah, she always be wearing her sister uh, Ugg house shoes, so she probably need her own. I'm like, cool. So what color? She so she tell me a color. So I go in kids' Foot Locker and I'm uh I'm standing there in front of the uh house shoes, right? They don't have the color. That I think they said like it's like purple or some shit, and they didn't have that, right? So I see two other they it's several pairs, but I see two other little, little girly little uh, uh house shoes that uh got both of them. So I'm no I, I'm like so one of them uh is seventy nine ninety nine, yeah. and the other one is on sale. For thirty nine ninety nine, both of them are cute, you know, for a girl. You know what I'm saying? Both of them would be dope. Uh, so I'm looking, and I'm like, naturally, like shit. I'm about to shit. It's the same motherfucking shoe. Fuck it. Let me pick it. So when I, but when I picked it, I'm like, I'm not buying her the cheaper shoe. Yep, I do that too. I'm not gonna. They're the same shoe in a different color, but I'm like, I can't buy her the cheaper shoe because I'm feeling guilty. Not that she even give a fuck. She don't give a fuck. My daughter don't care. She's five years old. She don't care. But that uh, that's my guilt. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I got to buy her the more expensive shoe. I got to spend the extra $40 plus tax so I don't feel bad like I'm doing less for her. Yeah. That's totally on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's the type of shit that I deal with and have been dealing with for five years. You know what I'm saying? Because 
10 years from now, 15 years from now, when she's she ain't gonna know, she ain't even gonna remember them goddamn Ugg house shoes. Don't care about them. But I'm still gonna be like, no, nah, nigga, I didn't do less for her because I, you know, I don't want her to feel different right. in a way that she's not even gonna fucking care about. So that's really when it hit me, right? So that's what made me pose the questions on IG and shit. And I'm gonna get into the circumstances of how, you know, she was born and all that shit in a, in, in a few. But I just want to know, like, so what other ways do you realize that you overcompensate for your daughter versus your son? For my son, I can just be at home. We just gonna chill. For my daughter, I get her, when she get with me, I feel like we gotta go out to eat. We gotta. We gotta just we gotta just have a ball. I just gotta spend some money and just doing something. Mm-hmm. That ain't, that's not even being realistic, <laughs> right? That's Every time crazy. I see you, we gotta be doing yeah, some shit. Yeah, yeah. So now they she expect that. Mm-hmm. That's just a, that's my mind telling. That's my conviction. You don't see her. You don't see her enough. You don't you don't spend that much time with her as if you were with your son. So that's when you get with her. That's make that's make that's just have a ball. And really, all she wants is just she with her daddy. Right. That's more than enough for her. Right. Sitting in the motherfucker house watching Netflix, yeah. eating some snacks, yeah. you know what I'm saying, type shit. It ain't always got to be this big show, right? you know, or put on this big ass display or be doing some shit. Of course, we want to do some shit with our kids, but every fucking time, like, no. And I, I, I knew that as well. Like, so, you know, I, I recognize that shit in myself. Like, I'm always trying to do some shit. Like, no, you about to sit in this motherfucker and be bored just like your brother and sister, because that's how I treat them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they go upstairs and watch Netflix, and, and I be down here in my room, and they don't pay me no fucking mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be the same shit, because your mother is not doing some shit every single day. You're just at home regular. So at you home. have to learn to be regular here, here as well. Yeah. But I think it's our more so our guilt. Mm-hmm. It's you know, guilt. It's our, it's our, I, I know for a fact it's my guilt yeah, it's my because, of, because of the situation in which my daughter came about, yeah. right? Yeah, mine too. Then I... And then just us found on the past with our mom, like we went through, we went through some shit with the whole, we went through some shit with the whole court system and everything. Like I'm on child support for her, but I don't even care about that because I don't pay, I don't pay a lot like that, so I don't even care about that. But it's just the, the back and forth with the court, you know what I'm saying? Because get it, her mom was hurt, you know what I'm saying? I was hurt too, so we was playing a little petty, immature games, and now that we passed that, we like we cool, we best friends. And then it's like now I gotta work on my relationship with my daughter, right? Because I miss I miss time with her being petty, being being a weak ass nigga, realistically, and my feelings with her mama and shit, and vice versa. And now it's just like I got to I got to figure this out. Like I wish my daughter lived with me, I really do. Man, being honest, like I I, I wish she lived with me because I know like a lot of stuff with her be different, and even with me and our relationship would be a whole lot better. Mm. I'm an entrepreneur, so all I do is work. I don't know how to do nothing else but work. Right. You know, when I get with, by the time I get with the kids or whatever, man, I sit in front of TV with them, and I'm asleep. That, that ain't always cool, because I don't know what's on her mind. She want to talk to me about, talk to me about something. I don't even know. I'm not sure if she feel comfortable talking to me about shit. Mm. Just because the time, the time, I ain't invested, I'm, I haven't invested the time realistically. Right. So, I mean, so that, that's definitely another part that adds to that guilt. Yeah. You know, like I'm trying to, I'm compensate from the lack of time with material things. Right, right. Trying to fill that void yeah. with what I can buy or what I can do or we, what we can do. Yeah, I don't think she's going to remember none of that shit. Hell no. Nah. 
I don't remember nothing from when I was 11. Exactly. I don't remember what the fuck my dad bought me or, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no significant ass toys that my mama got me that I'm like, oh, nigga. If I was you know. 11, I got this. Right. No. Th- 20 fucking years later, I don't give a fuck about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> That's some real ass shit. Hell yeah. That is some real ass shit, man. So the 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 circumstances in which my daughter was born are, you know, wild, right? So I was married at a point in time and uh so I'm married and me and my you know a new wife at the time we have we have my daughter uh she, I get she gets pregnant with my daughter so shortly after my daughter is born we split up and we stayed split up for about a year you know she went on and was doing whatever the fuck she was doing and I went back to my house and I was doing whatever the fuck I was doing right so in the course of that year I get this get this get this chick pregnant with my daughter, you know what I'm saying? With, with my youngest daughter, right? So she's pregnant, and then me and my ex-wife, we get back together. Mm-hmm. So boom, we, you know, we start talking, we start dating, you know, every week we was going on a date, we was kicking it, blah, blah, blah. And so we finally decided we were gonna reconcile, right? Yeah. So we decided that we about to do get this shit another try, but like Biggie, I got a story to tell. Yeah, you know, I I I got I got some shit I'm coming back with. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you've been doing over the years, yeah. but I've been getting it in, right? I got to let you know. So before I come back into the home, I got to tell you this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I let her know, like, listen, uh, while we were split, you know, this is that happened. Old girl is pregnant, and you know, the ba- the baby will be here. Her response was. Oh, we about to have another baby too. This was this was I I swear this was her response. So we get back together, she gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so now my daughter and my son, my youngest son, are three months apart. Yeah. But so boom, we go through, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm I'm letting a old girl know. Cause I'm back home. I'm with my family. You know what I'm saying? But I'm testimony. Man, don't the fuck I do. So I'm, but I'm letting old girl know, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, I'm gonna be here, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, ooh, just on the third when the baby drops, let's, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, whatever you need, blah blah blah, right? So, boom, December comes, my bet, my daughter is born, you know what I'm saying? I'm up there, boom, birth certificate, all of that shit, ooh, ooh, right? I know, you know, and and my wife at the time was still pregnant, you know what I'm saying? Because my son was born in February. You know, so she's still pregnant. So, you know, you emotional as fuck, mm. all of this shit. You hormonal, all of that shit going on. But I'm going to be in this child's life. Regardless. I ain't denying my kids. I don't I don't home. give a fuck what's happening. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what we got going on. Yeah. I'm going to be here for this little girl. All day. Whatever the fuck she need, just like I'm here for the rest of them, I'm going to be here. For, I don't see a difference between any of my children. No, I need to do I. So... I had to make sure that she knew that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. My ex-wife is the most gangstest motherfucker I ever encountered as far as a woman because she was like, nigga, I already know how you are about mm-hmm. your kids. I knew when I said come back what it was going to be. So she would tell me, like, go get your daughter. Like, go. she, she months old. You know what I'm saying? Go get her. I got to go to work. You about to be taking care of her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she, I said, go get her yeah. type shit. So that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, so I, I, I always salute her. I always take my hat off to her because 
that's a hard pill to swallow for any woman. Yeah. That's a lot. And I and, ain't doing it. Exactly. And that's not what broke up the relationship. Like, we didn't get divorced because of that. Yeah. It was some whole other way less stupider shit that yeah. caused the relationship to end. Yeah. But when she needed to step up, she stepped up in more ways than I could have even fucking asked her. That's your back. Like a spinal cord. You hear me? Like a motherfucking spinal cord, man. So I will always commend her and, you know, give hats off. But I still, because I'm knowing that, like you say, I'm not spending as much time with my daughter. Because, I, you know, I work swing shifts. So I work Sunday and Monday, Friday and Saturday morning, Sunday and Monday night. So I got a fucked up schedule. This ain't no shit for no kids. And you know what I'm saying? So on my off days, I try to be there and this, this, and the third. But just like you was, oh, we always got to be doing something. I always got to be bringing you a gift. I always got to be, you know, to erase my own guilt. And because I don't want you to think that you're different than your brother and sister who I may see more. Right. Yeah, I feel you. Same here. It's like, I got to figure it out. I ain't proud of that shit, man. I ain't proud of that. It's just, I got to work. Man, my days probably start at 6 a.m. I probably won't get done until about 11, 12 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Just be running the streets, just making my money. I got to. Shit. If I don't, we ain't got no, we ain't, we ain't going to have a place to stay. She ain't going to have, she not going to have her own room. Mm-hmm. So, like, no, no, I love her. I'm figure it out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah we, we got to, but, but so listen. I don't know, but you you grew up with your father, right? Yeah, I grew up with both parents at home. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I remember you telling me that because he's the one who got you into your business. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you telling me that back in the day. So I didn't have a dad, right? Mm-hmm. So my father left Michigan in 1985. I was two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he moved out to fucking Seattle, Washington. I didn't see him again until like sixth grade summer. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And then, so I would fly out every summer when school let out. I would have like a week to fuck around and then I would have to fly out to Seattle to go spend the summer with him. Yeah. After that, I didn't really like it. I didn't cuz I don't know this nigga. I'm I'm flying out here to see a motherfucking stranger. Yeah. You know my my sister, she's 3 years older than me so she remembered him yeah, as a kid. I didn't remember this nigga and when you and you left when I was 2. Yeah, I, I don't know you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who the who the fuck is dog? Yeah, you're a stranger. You, I just know I look like you. That's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and now you're trying to tell me to go to bed and some shit like that. You're trying to talk to me on some father and son shit, right? Yeah. And fuck you, bro. Mm-hmm. So, so I so I said that to say I'm learning how to be a dad now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I didn't. I don't have no fucking playbook. I might. I, and I say this all the time. I might be fucking my kids up, mm-hmm. but I'm present to fuck y'all up. Yeah. Y'all can't say I wasn't there. I might y'all y'all might be in therapy when y'all thirty or forty. Be like, yeah, this nigga fucked me up. This is that there. But I was there. Yeah. I was showing the fuck up, and that's all I know how to do. But. I know I overshow up yeah, for that one. for that one, you know, and I just don't want to. So I, I was on the phone with my homegirl. Uh, not what on the phone. I was inboxing my homegirl, and she was like, after you know the questions and shit that I posed, she was like, "You you you definitely have to get over your own guilt, you know." Uh, and then another homegirl was like, she grew up with both of her parents, but her father had an outside child yeah. so it was her and her sisters in the crib then her father had a son on their mama mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so and she was like this is out of her own mouth she was like my brother was like a weird little add-on that's how we felt yeah. B, 
Bitch, I would never want my daughter to feel like a weird little ass. Yeah, are, are, are you stupid? Yeah, that's a, man, that's crazy. She said, this is out of her mouth. She said, yeah, my brother just felt like a weird little ad on. And I'm like, bitch, that's exactly what your father didn't want him to feel like. Yeah. Stupid motherfucker. And they added to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so now y'all going to ostracize him and treat him different. Listen, I will fuck my kids up. Treat one different. Yeah. I, listen. You going to mistreat your damn sibling. Listen, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. That is not yeah. going to happen. You know what I'm saying? But see, I, my son is the youngest, and he got so he got three older sisters, so they be fucking him up. So he's like, mm-hmm. you know, the, yeah. the, the three girls be ganging up on that nigga, and he just he don't know what to do. He be like, man, I'm about to go there and sleep with my daddy. Like, fuck y'all, you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he be here to come and jump in the bed with me. But yeah, man, I just I don't understand it. And I do I do that. It's it's, it's really unconscious. We're we're aware of it, but it's really unconscious behavior mm-hmm. because we're aware of it now because we can reflect. And say, okay, we did that, but at the point of time that we doing it, we don't, we don't, we don't realize what we're doing. I swear, I it, it did not. We gonna do it again. It, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that shit hit me like a ton of bricks in Foot Locker. Yeah. When I walked out with that higher shoe, like it all came crashing down. Like, like Nick, you've been doing this her whole life, yeah. five years now. It don't make no sense. You know, it don't make no fucking sense. Yep. She is not gonna know. Oh, my daddy bought me the the, the Uggs that was forty dollars more. She don't even care. She ain't. You know what I'm saying? She just got the shoes that her sister got. That's it. She got the shoes her big sister got. That's it. That's all she know. And that made her world. Like I knew what I meant to my to my daughter, and I told myself I got to spend more time when she was doing her cheerleading thing, and I was walking, you know, approaching the the stands or whatever. And she out there cheering in the middle of her cheering. She telling her girls, "My dad here, my dad here, my dad here." That made my heart melt. I was like, "Man, I got, I gotta, I gotta be present." Like that was everything for her. Right. And I'm like, "Damn, this is my baby." And so, so listen. So it's crazy, right? So you say, you know, being an entrepreneur, all you do is work, right? So I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm, a, I got a nine to five, which I'm about to fucking quit. I can't wait. I'm a boss up on them hoes. But it, <laughs> But anyway, so it's like I've always said, like, I got to get, you know, into running my own business. I got to be doing my own thing so I can make my own schedule so I can be there for my kids more, yeah. right? But you like, nigga, I work so much. I'm I'm sti- so damn. Yeah, because, like, you tell yourself you're going to make your own schedule, but throughout the course of that, you don't know what obstacles you're going to face. Mm-hmm. You don't know if, if a nigga going to show up for work. They ain't going to tell you. Right. You don't even know. They going to show up for work or not. You just don't. You just don't know. And then by the time you get done with work, it's probably if you, if you even if you find time, you gotta still tell yourself just a kid. They can't hang like you hang. Mm-hmm. They gotta get home, do homework, go to bed, and all that. And they in school until what two thirty, three o'clock, realistically. Mm-hmm. So you got a small window to make shit work. And then the way my I do commercial cleaning, so everything pretty much I do is after closing. Mm-hmm. So by five, six o'clock. I'm really running. Mm. And that's the time that she at home chilling or whatever. Right, winding down. Yeah. Right. Man, I got to figure it out. It's on me to make that time, though. I'm I, I'm, I'm accountable for that. I got to be responsible for that. Man, but it, it so, I, I mean, so listen, realistically, like, so, shit, the kids in your home, how much do we see them per day? Right. You know what I'm saying? I work 12 hours a day. I see them in the morning sometimes. You know what I mean? So, I, so boom. On a regular, typical day, you about to be in school for eight hours. I'm about to be at work for 12. Yeah. You you going to come home, 
be in your room doing your homework, mm-hmm. you know, eating, showering and shit. I'm about to come home, take a shower, grab a beer, you know, and, and get some food. And then we laying the fuck down going to sleep. Yeah, so you really spend like a half hour, two hours, maybe half hour to an hour. Top, half really. hour to an hour per day. Yeah. Real shit. Yeah. Real shit. And that's living with you. Yeah. Well, I know. That's fucking seven hours a week. That's real shit. So, so the weekends might be a little better, but shit, I work weekends. Yeah, the weekends. I work weekends. Weekends be better, but at the same time, like I feel like I can get more done on the weekend because shit closed. Mm-hmm. So I can just go in and handle my business or whatever. But yep. So I I like that I have the 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 three days off during the week. So I'm off Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So you know I make sure on those days I'm picking kids up from school. You know I'm cooking the meals. I'm you know, doing yeah. all, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because, so I, I'm just trying to compensate, right? But I got kids that live all over the goddamn city, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you like six. <laughs> I got five babies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, shit, I got kids all over. I done put so many, I put 150,000 miles on my truck, you know, picking up kids. Yeah. Like, shit, because, but that's the gig. That's what we signed up for. And like you say, I mean, so it's just for an active black dad. It's a struggle. It's not. It's not easy. I was telling. I was, I was telling both of my kids' moms like, you don't understand the pressure of just being a black man and trying to make it happen for everybody else. Exactly. Because I can, I can be content with less. Right. Much less. Yeah. Much less. Much like, less. My motivation ain't. It's not me. <laughs> right. I'm looking at y'all. Right. Like, and I, I try to look out for both of both of my kids' parents. Just not the kids, but. They moms too. I have to. That's that, that for me. That's how I create my peace. Okay. I don't treat either one of them different. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like if you need something, you need some. All right. I may get this one something first because I got a little more love for this one, but I'm still gonna make sure both of y'all have y'all way. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're a good man. I, I I salute you, brother. You're a good yeah, man. I don't care. You you're a good have, man. Like the first one, she got she got a dude. She got a whole kid. What's up, nigga? Thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, but so I mean, so, so with that, like, yeah. Hey, listen, once the relationship is over, I personally harbor no ill will. Man, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about what you do. I've had, I've, I've had, you know, a couple of ground rules. I don't want any man along with my kids. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who it is. Your brother. Yeah. Your your uncle. Your father. Your nigga. There's no reason. They have a father. I'm here. I'm not yeah. dead and I'm not absent. Yeah. There's no reason that my children need to be alone with another man. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck if you just run into the stove, bitch, bring, drop them off, and then yeah. come get them when you do. Right. Like, no, we ain't, that, that's not what we're going to do. Because if something happens, it's nothing nobody can tell me. I'm the same way. It's nothing nobody can don't tell me. In that situation. Don't, exactly. Don't make me be that guy. I'm not telling you you can't have a nigga. You can have all, you can have a hundred niggas. Run I don't give them. a fuck. Yeah, I don't care. But. Don't leave my children, even the boys. Don't leave them alone with any man. I talk to dog. I'm Flat like, out. I don't, my daughter call him daddy. I don't care. That's who. That's who she in the house with. Like I be a fucked up individual to feel some type of way about her calling him daddy due to the fact that there's other kids in the house that call him daddy. And it's just like it's, she a kid. I can't put that on. I can't put my ego on her. Like she tell me she didn't. So we talked about it. She told me I said like I know you my daddy, but I call him dad because the other kids call him dad. Yeah, I'll put my ego in there. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I that's lie. good, I'm but fun, I just I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not about to put that 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 pressure on her because she a baby. 
I get it. I, I, I listen. You're a good man. I just said you're a good man, but yeah, you're a better man than me in that. Point. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. talked to him too. I said, bro, you can talk to my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Tell her where she's wrong, but you're not going to put your hands on her. Flat out, ain't nobody, ain't, ain't nobody. Yeah, I'm breaking nigga hands. Ain't nobody touching my kid. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, uh, I ain't gonna say which one or which daughter, but one of my BMs got a guy, guy moved in, and so. My daughter called me and asked me something. And I'm like, well, where your mama at? She was like, oh, she gone to the store. Who there with you? And she told me. Mm-hmm. Before, over there. before she got back from the store, I was already there. Yeah. I was already there. And this is the only time we've had to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't trying, oh, I'm not my dog. Fuck all that. Yeah. Fuck, fuck all of that. This is about my kid, bro. Yeah. I'm not going to play about this one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? None of them. I'm not about to play about these niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They mine. I, I will die for them. Yeah, all day. That's so me. you think I won't do something else for them? Yeah. <laughs> you really would. Yeah, you know I mean? Yeah. I already been to prison. I know what that's like. Yeah. You know? So, shit. <laughs> let, let, let's get to it. Yeah. So, w- once she came back home, I say, sweetheart, listen. I've been here since I, I cut the fucking umbilical cord. Mm-hmm. I ain't missed a day, correct? Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. like, so there's no reason for this. Well, I don't care what y'all got going on. I'm not trying to dictate that. Yeah. But this situation is absolutely no reason. Yeah. My mama lived 15 minutes that way. I lived 10 minutes that way. It ain't no excuse. Yeah, give me my baby. It ain't no motherfucking excuse for my kids to be alone with a man. It ain't no fucking excuse. And I don't know y'all motherfuckers family. I don't know what your uncle might have been doing. Yeah. So, bitch, you ain't leaving them with them either. I'm the same way. Like, thank God for my, my kids' mom. They don't play that. Because they already know I ain't going for it. Mm-hmm. And then I got an older cousin who was a fucking freak. He don't even come around because he a freak. He a pedophile. Right. Like, shit, he worse than the snitch. Absolutely. For real. For Absolutely. Me. So... Yeah, like I, I'm the same. Like growing up, I couldn't spend the night nowhere. Oh man, man, what? My, I don't give a fuck how late it is. Listen, come home. My mama, my mama used to say this shit to me, and I never understood. She said, "You know they fuck little boys too, right?" Yeah. My mama would tell me that all my life. Yeah. I'd be like, "Man, can I spend the night over?" But no, nah, nigga, you know they fuck little boys, and so my people could always come spend the night at my house. Yeah. But I, I didn't spend the night at, at a person's house that wasn't among one of my cousins till I was like thirteen. Hell yeah. I, Real shit. I was about thirteen before I ever got to spend a night at somebody's house that wasn't in my family. So I got so just recently, I didn't agree with it, but I can't tell her what to do because you know she a grown ass woman. My daughter's mom, she got a friend who lives in East Lansing. My daughter, she my mom, well, her mom, her mama took her up there to visit her friend or whatever, whatever. That's her business. But she drove back up there in the middle of the night to go get her too because she like she can't spend a night nowhere. Mm-hmm. And my daughter know you gotta have your location on at all times. Whatever. I don't agree with the whole situation, but just to keep the peace, I just try to look past the shit. Right. But I appreciate the fact that she still went and got my daughter when it it would have just been convenient for her to say, "Well, I just come get." I go get you in the morning. Right. Oh, right. No, go get my baby. <laughs> right. My fucking baby. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So my co-parenting relationships with my, with, you know, with my children's mothers is. Is 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 so good, yeah. you know, and 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 I'm I'm blessed because I've heard some fucking horror stories. I got some niggas that that that's going through hell trying to be a father to their children, and fortunately for me, 
I haven't had to go through that, right? So we had that. So once uh, me and one of my BMs split up, it was a, it was about, probably about a little fucked up year, mm-hmm. but she got she got past it. You know what I'm saying? And, and now we're like the best of friends. You know what I'm saying? Me and my ex wife, like we're like the best of friends. So because listen, my goal is only these kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so one, I'm. A nigga who didn't have a dad, so I don't want my kids to feel about me the way I felt about my father. Yeah, so you go out. Your so way. I'm going out of my. I'm doing anything. I'm calling off work. Fuck, I quit this job. Fuck this job. Yeah, Whatever yeah, the fuck I got to do, I'm here for these kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just tried to stress that, and I, I believe that they recognize that, and they like this nigga for all his flaws. I'm not perfect. I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm human. I'm a nigga yeah. just like everybody. Sure. But they like this nigga gonna be there for them babies. Yeah, and so. When when they throw dirt in my face, that's all the fuck I want motherfuckers to know. This nigga was there for his kids. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what else y'all say about me. Just don't leave that part out. Yeah, I took care of my You know life. what I'm saying? I, I brought them motherfuckers here, and I did the best that I knew how to do until I couldn't no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got I got so much adoration from both of my, my kids' mothers just because, like, I can't be the parent. I can't be the parent they are. Like, I'm not even finna try that shit. Like, that's a lot. <laughs> like, that's a whole nother job within itself, man. Just being straight up. Like, you you really got to hustle and bustle and then take care of a whole nother life. I had two pit bulls. I gave them up because it's too fucking much. <laughs> but just imagine another human. Like, man, man. man. You silly as hell. <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, man, I, I, I adore them. That's, cool. They cool with me. That's that's wonderful, man. That That's wonderful. You know, just, you know, black black men and black women. Doing it for black kids. That's yeah, really what the fuck it is, man. And all and all baby mamas ain't drama. Right. That's a stigma. Right. That shit ain't real. You know, so a motherfucker brought up like, oh nigga, you got four baby mamas. Well, that just means I was in four relationships, yeah, right? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you telling me you haven't been in four relationships in your life and you're 40? Yeah. You ain't never been in four relationships? Right. I just had a kid with mine. You know, you, you've been in 12 relationships. You just didn't have babies with all them niggas. I was in four serious relationships. Yeah. These weren't just bitches I was fucking. Like, yeah. I was with these motherfuckers. It just didn't work out. Exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And shit, it, it just was what it was. But now that we produce this, this is all I care about. I'm not trying to dictate anybody else's life. I'm just trying to be there for you. And I don't, I don't think this conversation is had enough about, oh. you know, black fathers. Hell no. I don't think, you know, because the the narrative isn't that we killing it out here, but we are. You know, according to not just me, you can look all of this shit up. Black fathers spend more time with their children than any other group of men on the planet. Mm -hmm. We spend more time with our children with any other group of men on the planet. I've seen that uh, statistic. Yes. Fuck me up. I'm talking about, so we eat more meals with our children. We do more homework. We show up for more games and recitals, and we're more involved in their education than any other group of men. Hispanic men, Caucasian, mm-hmm. uh, white men, Arabic men, it don't matter. We're we, the, we the only race that don't really truly believe in, like, gender roles, too. Right. Yeah, just, like, and our, it is different for, it's different in the black community. Yeah, like I say, I, I'm cooking the meals yeah. when I'm fucking, you know, when, on my off days when, when all the fucking kids is here, when I be posting the pictures of all them niggas in my bed. I just got up and cooked. Yeah, straight you up. You know, I, I made all of that motherfucking food. A- ain't no woman living here. You know, it's just me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm the one in there, you know, doing nails and mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, cl- cleaning up after the bathroom and, you know, all, all of that shit and ironing school clothes. And yeah, nigga. I, I got a picture right now. My daughter was two or three years old. I let her paint, paint my hands and my, and my toenails. Hot pink. Bro. The shit, but that was for her. I got bro. You know, you know how many fucking tea parties I done had. <laughs> I got it. I got the same picture, and but I'm painting my daughter's nails because yeah. she just holding her hands out. That's all yep. she knew. Like yep. she grabbed the polish and hold her hands out. So like, nigga, paint my shit, and that's what it was. You know what I mean? But that, like I say, this conversation isn't had enough, and that statistic isn't known enough because that's not the narrative that uh, we killing this dad shit. We're absent. Right. That's the narrative. These niggas ain't shit. Yeah, we either, we either dead or in jail. Right. This nigga, you know what I'm saying, this nigga fucked me and left. Mm-hmm. That's that's the story. Mm-hmm. But that ain't the reality. Yeah. And and like and I've asked this question too. I think I said arguably this generation, meaning, you know, guys in our age range are arguably the best fathers in history. Oh, hell yeah. Because you got to think a lot of them didn't have fathers. Your grandfather wasn't shit as a as a father. Yeah, your grandfather. That nigga came in the house, gave your grandma the check, and went in the room. Had, yeah, if he go in the room, he wasn't going to his other family. Exactly. That nigga wasn't shit. Yeah. Your grandfather wasn't doing homework with you with with, with his kids. Hell yeah. No. That nigga wasn't doing that shit. That nigga was going to the factory and coming home, getting his little shot of liquor, and bitch, I, I need the big piece of chicken. Yep. I want that white meat. Them niggas was not involved with their with their kids' lives. Oh, hell no. Like, my understanding of my dad growing up, he he taught me character, but real real talk, my mama took care of the house. Absolutely. I, see, I, man, my daddy worked so damn much. He, would, he made sure he took us to school and he picked us up from school every day. But all the in-between shit, all that shit was learned from my mama. That, was, that nigga was the epitome of provide and protect. That's I'm, it. I, I'm paying the bills, and I'm going to keep you all safe. Hell yeah. But parenting, that ain't, that ain't what I'm doing. And that's that's her approach. job. That's my approach. I ain't, I'm not, I ain't into that. That's, that's too much on me, and then I got to deal with what's in these streets, too. But I, I take care of some shit. I know how to provide. <laughs> I'm cold at that. See, but, yeah. but see... A lot of men are, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, real shit. A lot of men are, but like you say, that T I M E. Yeah, it's that parenting. Yep, that's what it. That's what it's gonna take, bro. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? Because I swear, my oldest daughter loves being up under me. Mm-hmm. Like, loves it, loves it. You know what I'm saying? My other two daughters, you know what I'm saying? They like hell yeah, nigga. But they like they want to be around each other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I got three children. My youngest three children are literally around the same age. Yeah. So they they don't give a fuck about me for real. They like, nigga, we about to play with this kinetic sand all over the house. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? And run around watching Netflix and we on these tablets. Yeah. But my oldest daughter, she just wants to be with me. She don't give a fuck what I'm doing. Yep. Nigga, I, like, what you doing? I want to help. Like, yep. nigga, she helped me put the bookshelf together. Like, what you doing? I want to help. Yeah. Oh, you about to walk the dog? Can I go? Like, she just want to be next to me. That's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and so I, I picked this nigga up, and we riding around, and we doing what the fuck ever. She's like, nah, and she's sleeping in the passenger side, but she's like, I just want to be with my dad. Yep. You know what I'm mean? saying? And I don't got to be buying nothing, yeah. even though I do a lot of shit. Yeah. But I, you, we don't got to be doing shit, and I learned that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn, I need to learn that place and that space with my youngest daughter and get over my own guilt and my own bullshit and just be a regular parent to her. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be able to buy her love. No, you can't buy a kid love. I'm not going to be able to buy your love. You You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then I'm going to create a materialistic monster. And that's not what I'm trying to do. Somebody who value some some dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? So so that's definitely not 
to what I'm trying to create. Yeah. But I just have to find that balance in my own guilt and her reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's totally different. Right. It's two separate entities. Two separate fucking things. Yeah. And I swear that shit is really just now hitting me and she's five, bro. Yeah. Mine is 11. I'm like, I was just crazy you said that she want to help because I was just telling myself like, man, I don't give a fuck how much I got to work. I'm just going to start picking her up. Here, you vacuum and just show check at the end of the day, just how much you made today. You know what I'm saying? Just just teach her something. But at the same time, she's spending time with me and she understand what I got going on, what I'm doing, and this is why I do it. And this is how, I, this is how I'm able to buy her what she wants. Mm-hmm. I'm like, right, yeah, got to do that. I'm going to talk to her mama. Man, <laughs> so I put that chess board out there in the living room, and my daughter, like, you going to teach me how to play chess? Like, shit, what the fuck? Like, it's sitting out there. What's up? Like, let's run a game. Yeah, that's Type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I'm teaching her how to play chess. You know what I mean? Just little shit like that. And it, it it's just so wonderful, man. Like, I, I, I look forward to my off days when they here, and I'm just, we just vibing, and I'm getting to know them as who they are. Like, not trying to create a motherfucker who I want you to be. I'm learning this little bitty human. Yeah. You know, and they're that's beautiful. They're they're teaching me so much about who I am as a man. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And like I say, so my 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 I have five children and they have five vastly different personalities, but I see me in every one of them. Same here. Like I I see two, me. I see when my son's emotional like me. Like he the one you discipline, you gotta explain to him why you chastised him. Cause mm-hmm. he just heartbroken. At the end of the day, he just heartbroken. My daughter, she an asshole like me. Mm-hmm. Man, fuck out of here. That's her approach. To everything. <laughs> I don't give a fuck like that. So I'm like, okay. And then you can see, like, okay, my son, not he's going to require more than she is. Mm-hmm. But I still want to provide the balance of getting them both the same love or whatever. Like I don't ever want to. Well, I do this one this way because she, he, he not, she not as strong as you or whatever. Then you could tell the, the kid grow up feeling like, oh, you love this one more than you love me. And I don't never want to feel like I don't ever want them to feel like that. Exactly. Exactly. So did you watch King Richard? Yeah. Th- but you see at the end how powerful he spoke life and, into that girl. And, and that's what I'm saying, yeah. right? So I don't want to give it away Yeah. for those who haven't seen it. But y'all got to go watch King Richard and watch how he parented his daughters. Uh-huh. Watch the approach that he took. And then, like you say, at the and it's the very last scene. The very last scene. He's gonna blow your motherfucking mind. Hell yeah! At the in the very so the whole movie because the whole movie I'm like it's all about Venus. I'm like, but <laughs> I swear to God, the whole movie I'm like, but Serena better than her. Yeah, yeah. And that's all I'm thinking. Yeah. So I'm watching the movie. I'm like, this shit dope. This nigga teaching him. Serena will whoop Venus's ass yeah, though. Yeah. But the it it takes to the very last scene. So he's providing that because he knew. Yeah. This nigga had the plan written out. Yeah, he did. You know what I'm saying? So he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. And it, it was just so dope to see that portrayed, you know what I'm saying, to watch that movie. And I watched that movie with my daughter. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I, I made her come down there and watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, come on, watch this shit with me. Yeah. This is a good-ass movie. She was like, this was good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just to get that, that other type of bond. You know what I mean? But every child is going to require something different. You can't it's, – it, it's no cookie-cutter – you know, all right, I'm gonna give them all this love, and that's right. gonna be enough. No, because every it, they like snowflakes, my nigga. Yeah. Everybody's personality is different, so they all require something different. Yep. So it's just catering to that kid, but also, like you say, having that balance so it don't look like, oh, he loved this one more than me. Because I would fucking die 
if my children ever felt like that. So I got that's a lot. I got children with four different mothers. Uh-huh. I don't want none of them to be like, oh, he this his favorite or he fuck with this. No, nigga. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, I feel like that with my mama about one of my siblings. Like See? on some straight up shit. Right. She tell me, are oh, you jealous of him? It's like, no, it's, no, I'm not. I envy the relationship that, that y'all two have. Yeah, and like, and then you tell me, oh, I do that because I know I ain't, I ain't got to worry about you. I always want to be strong. <laughs> right. what, what you that, talking about? That, that's real shit, right? Yeah. So, so it was just me and my sister, and we grew up, you know, with my mom, right? But my mom would tell me she like you the one I'm not worried about. Yep, you know what I'm saying? That's like exact words. She like I'm not, you know, what I'm saying? I gotta to yeah. this motherfucker because she I'm not worried about it. You. You're gonna be fine. Yeah, I have my you're gonna be fine, kid. It's my middle daughter, my middle child. Yeah, I'm not worried about Nadia. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm not. Yeah. That motherfucker's going to be all right. That's how I feel about my daughter. I ain't worried about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the other ones that I'm going to have to cater to and compensate for, but that one is, she is me. Yeah. She is entirely self-sufficient. Yeah. And she don't give a fuck about what the rest of y'all are doing. If she want to do this, that's what, what the fuck she over do. there doing. Hell yeah. Everybody else over here got to be together and blah. She like, no, nah, nigga, I'm fuck coloring. I'm about to be over here singing. Yeah. You know, this is what I want to do. And I don't need no help. You know what I'm saying? So she is totally self-sufficient. You know what I'm saying? That's my daughter all day. Man. So you want to do your homework together? No, I'm okay. Man. It, At 11, I said, I might still need help. I don't remember. <laughs> but I, but uh, it's, it's just so crazy just watching them grow and watching yeah. them personalities develop. Like, this is a whole little human. You know what I'm saying? And this motherfucker is growing up into the person that they're going to be. It's amazing to witness. Man, hell yeah. Like, my daughter, she, she has a cycle now. Sorry, baby. But she has a cycle now. She broke my heart. <laughs> she handled it like a G. <laughs> it was a. All right, I got some shit coming out, but uh, what we gonna do? <laughs> and I want to go back and play. Man, I'm like that's what's up. My daughter ten, man, and I I see it all coming. Like it was like it. So like my daughter was so short. I'm like this motherfucker gonna be a midget. Yeah, she was short as hell. But it's yeah. like in, it's like in 2021, this nigga's just growing out of everything. Yeah. Like, God damn. Yeah. Put everything growing. Mm-hmm. She's a girl. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is not all right with yeah. me. Like, coming? Oh. man, that shit, that shit sucks. Yeah. I'm like, bro, why you couldn't just stay five? My nigga, like, what the fuck? Like, my daughter, when she was three and four. Man. So sweet. Yeah, you was just my nigga. I'm your only friend. You ain't give, you ain't had no yeah. other friends. Wanted to be with me all the time. Now you got other motherfucking friends. You going over their house and you. FaceTiming your homegirls and shit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You want to sit up in your room and just, you don't want to be bothered with me or nothing? I'm no, told, I, I come in the room, you got to, you want to get quiet and put the phone down. Like, I'm, I'm going to leave so you can get back to your conversation, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Like, damn, nigga. Yeah. It, it ain't used to be like that. Bro, hell no. <laughs> that shit hurt, for real. Yeah. For real. That damn. shit. But that's just them developing their own personality. They own outlook on life and everything. You gotta, you gotta allow that shit. Absolutely, but man, we have we, we gotta have more of these though. Yeah, we have to have more of these conversations because, I, listen, I know hundreds of black dads, and I'm pretty sure that they all can relate. Yeah, yeah they man. all have a story just like we got these stories, but we don't talk about them enough because it's not, you know, couth for niggas to talk about their problems. No, and that's the thing, and that's not normal. I feel like, man. We as men, we have to make being vulnerable normal. Absolutely. This, because you you can't know a person until they're first vulnerable with you. If you're always guarding and putting up this front, 
that's what I'm a cater to. Because mm-hmm. that's what you're displaying. Right. So you don't need no help. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need no help. Yeah. So like, come on, man. Be open. But see, that's what I'm saying. So like, every but every other you know aspect of black or just male characteristic is is acceptable. You know, me being a, a go-getter, a hustler, a grinder, me being angry, me being vindictive. But like you say, nigga, I got to be vulnerable. I'm human. Humans are vulnerable. So I, it's okay for me to be vulnerable sometimes. But there has to be a space created for that vulnerability. And we don't create it for each other enough. And we definitely don't have it created in our relationships with women enough. No, hell no. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, I can't just go into the barbershop and start bitching. No. You know what I'm saying? I, th- th- that's not a reality. No. I can't go to work to my niggas and be like, yeah, man, you know, man, life is sucks. Yeah. You know, they be like, man, shut your bitch ass up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So we got to be able to, to talk about, nigga, I'm not, I don't know. I haven't figured this out. I'm struggling with this. Mm-hmm. And you got to have real fucking support, man. Yeah, you got to have some real niggas in your corner, some real solid friends and a real solid woman in your motherfucking corner so you can have that space to create it to be vulnerable. Yep. Because that's where we going to figure some issues out. That's the only way you're going to figure that, that shit out. I ain't going to figure it out being tough about it. No. We going to figure it out when I say, I need some help. And I don't got this. And a nigga who think being tough is cool is you're dying inside. You stupid. Yeah. Get that dumb shit the fuck out of here. You dying inside because you you you're not addressing your own hurt. Get that stupid fake gangster shit the fuck out of here, man. Uh, gang- the gangsters don't even want to be gangsters. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with that dumb ass shit, man. I was just saying on the last podcast, I'd be so glad when that gangster shit played out. Yeah, Ain't nobody get get the fuck out of here, man. I'm trying to. Be my uh, the best father I can to these motherfucking kids. That's gangster. I'm trying to protect my motherfucking family. I'm trying to make some motherfucking money. I'm trying to make my babies proud. I'm trying to take care of my mother and my sister. I, I don't give a fuck about being tough. I don't give a fuck if you niggas think I'm tough. Hell yeah. Just leave me alone. No, nah, I'm a whole ass nigga. Just leave me alone. Exactly. I don't just walk leave me alone. Nigga, bro, you can have it. I'm all that. Leave me alone, bro. I just I know in the back of my mind, I want to see my kids. Exactly. And I want them to see me. You can have that, bro. But see... My approach is a little different. I'm, I'm gonna, I might walk away, but I know what I'll do to you for real. That's what I'm saying. I know how far I'm willing to go. You ain't willing to go that far. You playing? <laughs> you putting on the show? Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready, and you're not. I see it in your eyes, yeah. sir. You are not ready. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So guess what? I'm gonna go home to my babies. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to go and you know. Do some shit with my motherfucking kids, or I'm about to go to the gym, or I'm about to do whatever. But yeah, we have to create that space in our friend groups yep. and in our relationships so niggas can be vulnerable, man. This was so dope. This was so motherfucking dope, man. You got to come back. We got to get into this one again. Always. We got to get into this one again, man. Before we get up out of here, I want to shout out one more time to Champagne Brown, who sponsored this episode. Champagne Brown owns, owns All Pros Mobile Lab. All Pros Mobile Lab specializes in CPR certification, first aid certification, lab drawn services, BLS certification, and rapid and unrapid COVID testing. You can contact Champagne at 313-346-7646 or log on to www.allprosmobilelab.com. And with that, we are out.
down for the get hit. People said they was down for me, switched up. They was looking down on me. Now I'm up. Wish you would've stuck with me. Now you stuck. Cause somebody else hating every time I look up. Can't keep me down. Can't keep me down. That was it right there. I'm putting that one up.